0: Okay, what's up? Welcome back. It's another episode. I have a killer, I repeat, a killer trilogy for you coming up. So this episodes are directed towards my international students. Where are you at, international students? So this is for the internationals who are interested in the medical school in around the world, but I'm going to be focusing on United States of America. So, how? What is the path of international? If you're listening to this, the chances are you're just curious. You're not really thinking about it, or you're already in that setting, like you're pre-med trying to get into medical school, or you're in high school somewhere and you're thinking about medical school as an international student in the United States or other countries. So, I'm going to be breaking down with you specifically how the United States does their international acceptance. How? to get into other schools in other countries, and also my own experience, how I get accepted to a medical school. I have a story at the end. I'm gonna save it till the, till the last piece of this whole puzzle, but hope you get some value from today's episode. Okay, so the first question to ask is, can international students be accepted to US medical school? And the answer is a lot more complicated than you would think. The answer is yes and no. Um, According to the AMC, in 2018, there were 52,777 applicants to U.S. medical schools. Only 1,195 were not U.S. residents or citizens. In other words, just over 2% were not citizens. In other words, less than 2% or less were internationals because they count DACA students, students who are Um, non-documentary, they're not international per se, but they're not yet citizens. Those are also non-US and, of course, Canada and other places. So of those 2% that were not US residents, only 97 students, that's 8% of the 2%, were accepted and enrolled, compared to over 40% of US students who were accepted and enrolled. I want to attach a link to my stats where I got all this information in the link below. So just click on it and read through some of this stuff for yourself so that you can get some more information that I didn't cover in this, trying to get you guys the best information out there. Okay, so a chance that you already know what I'm talking about. Let's speed through the process. What do you have to do? So you have to take the MCAT. The MCAT is a centralized examination that Canada and the United States use for medical school acceptance. In some places like Canada, the... MCAT is less revered, but in America, the MCAT so far is God. It's like the all and in all deciding factor. It decides what kind of school you can apply to and what kind of schools would like, accept you or how competitive you will be. For international students, the MCAT is imperative. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, Without a good MCAT score, you have no hope. So what I've always heard is that as international, you have to be the best of the best, which means that when everybody else has to get like something like an 80th percentile, you have to be shooting for the 99th percentile. Of course, you might already know this. So I'm going to skip through that and go to the other parts that you might not yet know. So you have to apply through AMCAS. That's a centralized application service. Um, so So the next question I'm going to be posing is, do international students get accepted to both DO and MD programs? Well, yes, they get accepted to both. But so far the do programs are more receptive towards international students of course that number is gradually dwindling as the competitiveness of DO programs in the united states increases in the past deal programs were, were kind of looked down on because they were considered second-rate programs but not anymore people are understanding DOs better and for international students i don't know what your plan is but if you plan to practice in america it's fine but if you want to practice outside, America, you want to check up the list of countries that accept DO training, because if your DO training is not relevant in your home country, well, then you just wasted a lot of money and a lot of time. Speaking of time, so how long are the training requirements? So the training requirements are that you spent one to four years in the U.S. institution. Ideally, you just go to college in America, study something related to sciences or arts or engineering, whatever you want, but take the prereqs for the courses that you need for medical school and then apply. So, this is a good question. How many medical schools accept international students? Well, the answer is actually shocking. 35% of U.S. medical schools accept international students. I know, This, this sounds low, but believe me, it's a bit more than you think. But the reason it's actually... 35% because Ivy League schools are more willing to accept international students. Most schools, they run away from international students because they are not sure if you're going to be documented as legal after you finish. They're not sure if you're going to stay in their country. They're not sure if you're going to have problems with processing your visa to work after you're done. They're not sure if you're going to be able to complete your program, home and everything. They're just scared. And I do not support them in their scaredness or their fear, but I'm saying what, what they say. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that, but that's what they say. It's a safer bet to accept residents of America than accept internationals students to into medical school. It's all a joke to me, but that's what they say. So, what are the costs of attending medical school? Well, for all four years, you're gonna be looking at an average of over three hundred thousand dollars. Depends on which estimates you look at. Some places like Texas, the estimates are lower. Other places, it's higher. Like New York, it goes up to like four hundred thousand and so. So it all depends on what schools you're applying to, what state you're in, and what your situation is. So you want to check the school, make sure that they accept internationals first, and make sure that you find out how much your tuition is. And speaking of tuition, we talk about scholarships. Are there scholarships for medical students? Well, few and very, very far between. Well, it works, most medical students go to school based on grants. So what happens is that the government sponsors them and they get um, they get loans probably and they have to pay back, or the school offers them loans and they have to pay pay back those loans over a course of time. But if you are international student, they don't trust you with the loans. Basically, they say that, hey, we don't trust you so we can't give you any of our school loans or we can't give you any of our federal loans. You have to go find some private loans to pay for medical school yourself, which is intense. Some schools, they ask you to show Um, that you can pay for one year. Some schools go all the way and say you have to pay. You have to keep all the money in an account up to four years. So you have to make sure you check the schools. Please check the schools to see what they want before you start the process. Save yourself some time and money. Um, Next question will be, what kind of resume and extracurricular activities are required? And believe me, the most relevant extracurricular and resume is things you're passionate about. I know you've heard that before, but... Here, here, here is what the most compelling thing is in a, in a nutshell. It's a compelling story. You have to be able to tell them a story of who you are, why you are there, and what you want to achieve. I know it sounds cliche, but let me. I'll break this down to you in another episode. But basically, you want to be yourself and not have a pity party showing that, oh, I'm from this country. I'm from Africa, which is a continent, by the way, not a country. I'm from Nigeria. I'm from Ghana. I'm from India. Oh, pity me. I'm from Honduras. No, 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 no. You want to show your strengths, not your weaknesses. Okay. I'll talk about that a lot more because I got some really good lessons while I was applying because of that particular, that particular situation. Okay. Let's ride on right now. So, This question is almost very straightforward, but I have to ask anyway, do I have to conform to be accepted? In other words, do I have to behave like an American? Do I have to speak like them? Do I have to have similar interests to them to be accepted? And the answer is no, of course, you shouldn't conform because conforming means that you're accepting that you are who you are is not good enough. And I don't know how this rings true for you in different fields. But there are many people that tell you, hey, you have to do seven hours of volunteering, you have to go shadow in the hospital. Well, if you don't have a car, you can't go shadow in the hospital. It's only logical that you do something else that you can do. So don't worry about conforming, don't worry about trying to do everything people around you are doing, just be yourself. Yes, get good advice, get medical exposure, but don't conform to the people around you. Don't say, oh, everybody says that if you graduate in three years, you're not going to look good as an applicant. And then you keep yourself going for an extra fourth year because you're scared that you're going to be a good applicant. Don't do what people are saying because other people have done it and it worked. Do what you love. And yes, listen to advice, but you get what I'm talking about. I hope you do. If you don't, let me know. Message me and we can talk about it a bit more. So um, this is an important question. Will I be able to practice in the U.S. as a graduate? So this is the answers I was able to pick up. It's more difficult to become licensed and practice medicine in the U.S. after residency, depending on your visa status. Now, Another something that people don't really talk about because what I thought was that, hey, once I get into medical school in America, And I go to medical school in America. My life is set. I get to stay in America and no problems whatsoever. You think, right? No, no, no. It's actually more complex than that. You still have to process visas and there's a lottery system and some people don't get accepted and blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot more to the process. So don't think that you getting into medical school is the end of the journey. It's actually just a step on the journey because you have a lot more to do as an international. Okay, so I'm going to stop there for this episode. Like, the next episode, trust me, there's a power punch coming in there. I'm going to be talking about different programs, the names of different medical degrees in different countries, different continents, how your certifications transfer over to wherever you are. So, please tune in to the next one. And if you find this useful, one thing, just one thing I want you to do, share it with somebody. Say it after me. Share it with somebody. You see, these are the kind of information I never got when I was a pre-med because When I was a pre-med, I only got advice from all those people, like, no offense, but everybody was, it was just a homogeneous group of people, mostly white advisors. And then I had um, Dr. Antonio Webb, who was also advising, but he was a black advisor. He's a black doctor, is an orthopedic surgeon, but he's not international. And there's a different world between African-American and international because, yes, they're both considered minorities, but the whole process is a whole lot different. I mean, the process is the same, but it's different. You get what I mean, right? So please share this video with somebody. Share it with somebody you think is struggling right now, is on the path of medicine, wants to try medicine, is thinking about it, has slept and thought about it once at all, Or we'll share with a family member. This helps greatly them, and it helps greatly this channel. So please support, subscribe, and yeah, leave a, leave a review of this. If it's not too much, ask. But please, go leave a review about this on whatever sites you're using. Thank you for listening to this episode. And this has been another episode of The Average African Kid.